My people, welcome back to Unit 3 for 21 Days in the uh, 21 Days to the Cross. Uh, my name is Ben, and I have the honor of serving as lead pastor. And again, as always, here with the magnificent, magnanimous, <laughs> illustrious, which is going to be the one every time, the Grace Markwell. I don't even know what some of those words are, but hey, everyone. <laughs> All right, so uh, as always, we are jumping back in, uh, and we want to connect the dots as we jump into Unit 3. We're going to be learning all about um, Abram, who turned into Abraham, and Father Abraham had many sons, many sons had Father Abraham. Mm. Um, some really, really cool and interesting uh, backstory that happens between um, where we left off with Noah and that where we're picking up with Abraham. So, Grace, connect the dots of what's happening between Noah and Abraham. Yep. So, like we talked about with Noah, God um, kind of reset the earth. He judged the sin of the people and had found favor with Noah, but unfortunately, the flood did not make the problem of sin go away. Pretty much right after um, Noah gets off the boat, he sins, his descendants sin, they populate the earth, sin runs rampant once again. Um, One of the biggest examples we see of that is the Tower of Babel. So that's basically people getting together, they all spoke the same language, so they were able to communicate and said, oh, let's make ourselves this huge tower so we can basically ascend to God so we can be at his level. Um, And God said, no, (laughs) you need to be in your place. Um, And so he actually scattered the people after that. He confused their languages, gave them new languages, and scattered them. And so then we pick up with this story of Abram. Um, There's a man that God calls, and he says, you are going to be the foundation for my people. Um, And he makes a covenant with him to start that off. Yeah, and so Abram uh, at the time is the promise, and you're going to have these children. And there's a couple of like additional readings, chapter 12 and chapter 17. We're pointing you specifically to chapter 15, but mm-hmm. we would love for you to dive into those as well, where um, God's promising this to Abram, uh, but at the time he's getting older, mm-hmm. has no kids, has no inheritance. He eventually kind of even like laughs at God, yeah. right? Um, but the idea behind what he says is uh, in chapter 12 um, in verse 3 talks about how basically um, through Abraham, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bless you. I'm going to give you a land. I'm going to give you a people. Um, I'm going to make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky. But in verse 3, he says in chapter 12, you know, that all the families of the earth, right? Like everybody yeah. is going to be blessed through this. Um, and where you're going to drop in in chapter 15 is a really, really, I mean, this is, if you're just reading through the Bible, it's easier to read through this, but this is one of the most important chapters in all of the Bible. Mm-hmm. Because what happens is, is there's a covenant cutting ceremony. So we talked about covenant last time and how a covenant would kind of be signed, right? So we have a sign on the dotted line, everybody gets yep. a PDF copy in their email and all this kind of stuff. So their ceremony for kind of making a covenant official is they would actually get an animal and they would actually cut the animal in half right and they would put it on either side and they would both walk through and the imagery would be if either of us are unfaithful to this covenant may what has happened to these animals happen to us Mm -hmm. well interestingly in chapter 15 um abram has this dream this vision uh, and what he sees is this same covenant cutting ceremony, and he sees this, you know, kind of this pillar, this cloud, and this kind of fire, which, you know, we're going to find out later in the Old Testament is really significant to the presence and the person of God. Um, and he doesn't walk through, but these, these symbols of the person in the presence of God walk yeah. through. And here's, here's, here's why that's massive. Essentially what God is saying in this covenant is this. If either one of us is unfaithful, because Abram didn't walk through, if either one of us is unfaithful to each other, I will take mm. the punishment and die. 
um, even if it was you who was disobedient. And so this was a complete imagery of not only what would happen, but the fact that God would die, which probably made no sense to them. Yeah. I mean, you're like, <laughs> like God what? dies? Like, that, that is not even possible, yeah. right? Yeah. So anyway, so it's going to be a really cool thing, but then it's going to connect to, to a psalm. So tell us yeah. about kind of the, the rest of these, these verses. Yeah. Um, and so what we see here is an unconditional covenant. And so it only rests on God's faithfulness. And we get to see that unconditional love, that unconditional faithfulness carry out through the rest of what we're reading. And so we're going to read a psalm, Psalm 22. Um, and this is a very famous psalm because actually the first line of the psalm are the same words that Jesus cries out while he's on the cross. He says, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And so we want you to read this psalm through the lens of Jesus, as if Jesus were the one saying all these words. Um, and so we see that, um, yeah, the Israelites were unfaithful, that Abraham's people did break their side of the covenant. And so God had to die. And that's what Jesus did. And we see kind of what he went through in that death through this psalm. Um, and this psalm is also really cool because it points to the fact that all of the families of the earth will come to remember and come to know the Lord through this death, which is exactly what God had promised Abram. Right, which is going to be huge because when the in the New Testament, all of a sudden there's Jews and Gentiles. Yes. Jews, what do we do with all these people who weren't <laughs> of the covenant promise? And then they look back and they say, oh, wait, this was for everybody. Yeah, yeah. And so we're going to read exactly that in Ephesians 2. Um, Ephesians 2, probably one of the most beautiful descriptions of the gospel in all of the Bible. We see that we were the ones who were unfaithful. We sinned in all these different ways. But then it says, but God, being rich in love and great in mercy, he's the one who took on the punishment. He took the cost, or he paid the cost that we deserve to pay. Um, and then we go on to read in Ephesians 2 that it truly was for all people that this gospel has united both Jew and Gentile who were enemies. And it made no sense, but Jesus united them through what he did. I love it. So I hope that you see, you know, in in. Uh, Genesis in Adam, uh, there was this sin that entered. There was this uh, beginning of here's how I'm going to reconcile mm. you to me. Uh, in Noah, it was here's this here's this promise of my love and my unconditional love for you. And then Abraham, and by the way, this unconditional love will be displayed by my sacrifice for your yeah, unfaithfulness, yeah. which then they just you know launch off of that for so, all people. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful, <laughs> Crazy. great, amazing job as always. And I'm excited for everybody to read this. We'll see you back again for Unifor.